Well, there's not much interest in a 58-year-old guy. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. So what do you think? Do you need a tune-up or a complete overhaul? I love the analogy, especially as it relates to cars, being a car guy. So some of you just need a little tune-up. It's springtime. Let's do a tune-up. Some of you need a major overhaul. Some of you need a new engine. Hey, we'll go there as well. Well, we got tons of great questions today, as always. Got a cool interview I want to share with you. Our business partners today are Fresh Books and Health IQ. Now, being sponsored by Health IQ, I mean, I'm really excited about this. We've got an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. If you go to healthiq.com slash 48 days, you can see if you can qualify. Also, I'm going to tell you about FreshBooks. You hear me talk about them. I'm going to give you some examples of things that happened just recently. Get your free, unrestricted, month-long trial. No credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days. Enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. Now, here's some of the things we're going to be looking at today. Somebody says, no one will pay for my coaching. Now, this is an important issue because a lot of you would like to coach other people or are already doing it and trying to figure out how to make it work. We're going to be talking about that. Somebody says, Dan, I'm stuck in a rut. I've been looking for work, but finding there's not much interest for a 58-year-old guy. Well, I got an interview with Carrie Olson. Now, this is a stay-at-home mom making over $100,000 a year doing voiceover work. You'll want to listen to what she's doing. A lot of you are looking for, what could you do at home? Can you really make money at home? Or is it just an opportunity to you know, try to make $300 a month? No, you can make serious money. If you are focused, know what you're doing. You'll want to hear the interview I did with Carrie. And then somebody says, I have a hard time with an inferiority complex. Well, I can understand that. That's a starting point. Recognizing that's an issue is the starting point. Then you go from there. All right, so here's our quotation for today. Actually got a couple of my I was looking for quotations having to do with coaching. Bill Gates says, everyone needs a coach. It doesn't matter whether you're a basketball player, a tennis player, a gymnast, or a bridge player. Well, and I could go on from there. Doesn't matter if you are building your own little business or if you want to be a better mom or you wanted to uh, increase your sales. Golly, there's nothing that cannot be improved with a good coach. Stephen Curry, of course, the basketball player, he says to excel at the highest level or on any level, really, you need to believe in yourself. And hands down, one of the biggest contributors to my self-confidence has been private coaching. So we got it. That addresses a couple of the questions there. Uh, Certainly one about Somebody needing a coach, and then certainly the, the one about having an inferiority complex as well. If you struggle with that, if you struggle with a personal issue, golly, you want to align yourself with a coach. Well, let me talk about 
our sponsors here today, our business partners, FreshBooks. You've heard me talk about this. Again, this time of year, you want to make sure that you're on top of where you are financially. I mean, I just looked at what we did in January, got all those figures in. Uh, Pretty exciting stuff. What's happening around here at 48 days. So I'm excited about that. Doesn't matter what you're doing to create income. You want to keep track of that and have yourself in good shape. So the way to do that is to get fresh books, fresh books to help you. I mean, now one of our vendors, one of the guys who does work for me, just changed to fresh books. Now here's how it used to work. He would send me an invoice, send me an email with his invoice. I would open up, go to my bank and I would issue a check that would go through my bank to him and he would get the check 10 to 14 days later. He switched to FreshBooks where I now have an invoice that I can open. That means he gets paid approximately 30 seconds after I open that email. So he sends me the email. If he sends me the email at eight o'clock in the morning, I mean, if I jump on it when I come over here, I mean, golly, 805, he's got the money in his account. That's the difference in having fresh books. It can make you being paid that instantaneous. So to claim your month-long unrestricted free trial, again, no credit card required, go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. Now, our other business partner today is Health IQ. Just like it sounds, Health IQ, they use science and data to lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people. Now this gets me excited because I know a lot of runners. A lot of you in our 48 days audience are you're you're serious about your health. Runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, vegetarians, I mean whatever you're doing, wow. I mean 56% of health IQ customers say between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. And these are exclusive to Health IQ because they've done the research. They focus on helping people who are physically active. They know people who are physically active have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, 58% lower risk of diabetes. Golly, all those cool things. So you want to check them out. Now, here's here's what we want to do. Here's the call to action, but I'm going to give you a couple examples of listeners who have already done this. So to see if you qualify and to get your free quotation today, go to healthiq.com slash 48 days, and then mention the promo code 48 days when you talk to a health IQ agent. Now, somebody's going to call you, put in your information. I mean, 10 minutes later, somebody's going to call you, but it's really cool because these are people who like to talk to people who are keeping themselves healthy. So they will do that. Got a note from Dr. David Powers, longtime 48 days listener. He says, uh, thanks for the health IQ promo you ran recently. I just got off the phone and switched my life insurance instantly. It's funny. I started rattling off my workout regimen and the guy said, Hey, okay, that's good. You qualify. And they went on from there. So he changed his insurance just that fast. Uh, Ben Eubanks, another listener, says, Dan, I'm a longtime runner. I was excited to find Health IQ. I ended up getting more than a million dollars in coverage for what I was paying for just $600,000 in life insurance from my former provider. So almost double the coverage for the same money. So again, to see if you qualify, go to healthiq.com slash 48 days. And I mentioned the promo code 48 days when you talk to an agent. All right, now let's go to some good news. 
you know, I got a bunch of them today, and I'll just uh, I'll read off a few here and see where we are time-wise, and I'll switch to questions. We want to get to those as well. But here's the deal. Lamar Austin was forced to choose between a weekend of work at his new job or the birth of his new son. He made the obvious decision, but his employer didn't see it that way. Lamar was working a part-time 90-day trial period as a security guard at Salerno Protective Services when his wife went into labor last Friday night. Now, through a text he sent to his boss, he explained in the situation. He received a response reading, hey, you're forcing my hand. If you aren't in work by eight o'clock tomorrow morning, we're going to have to terminate you. Now, you know, I mean, this is not all one sided. I recognize he's in a 90 day trial period trying to prove himself. The company needs him, but he chose to go be with his wife in the delivery of their son at 1 a.m. the next day he received another text saying he was terminated. Now, his story was published in the local paper, was seen by former town board member, paid leave, family leave advocate, uh, Sarah Pacino, who's, who created a GoFundMe campaign to ease the financial stresses of the family until Omar found another job. She says, no one should have to choose between their family and their job. Welcoming a new baby to a family should be a joyous time. Since its creation two days ago, a hundred people have donated over $2,000 to the campaign. More importantly, three different local employers have contacted Lamar with job offers. As well as an apprenticeships offer from the local business manager of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Well, although the company has complained of misstatements in the media, there are two sides of every story. They declined to comment, have given no details about their side of the story. So anyway, I, you know, it's just nice to have a happy ending to that kind of a story. Regardless of the particulars, to have people reach out recognizing the guy did something to honor his wife and family and giving him another shot at having a job. All right, now this one comes from, uh, actually this comes from... Where was this from? Let me read through it. So a store manager offers a job to a shoplifter who was trying to feed his children. When the manager of a supermarket found out why a man was shoplifting, he refused to press charges and got downright generous. Store manager Randy Mason offered the man a job and even threw in some cash to help with current expenses and to send his oldest child to school. The 31-year-old shoplifter, who remains anonymous, was caught stealing about $7 in food. So when the, when the manager questioned the man who tried to exit the store with his son while carrying fruit and drinks, the man confessed immediately shocking the manager with his honesty. The father of three explained that he'd had to, he lost his job to take care of his wife and children after she slipped into a coma during childbirth. Golly, a visit to a relative's house where the family was staying confirmed his story. His wife is now recovering at home. The store manager told the newspaper that his number one priority was to ensure that the seven-year-old gets enrolled in a school. The man's situation really touched our hearts. He's now he offered the man a job and is looking for the right task to assign to his new employee. Awesome story. How about this one? A woman catches thief, then takes him out for coffee. 
So Tess Ebenhaus was just leaving a chiropractor's appointment last Wednesday when she suddenly found herself in the middle of what felt like a scene from a movie. Tess had been returning to her office in downtown Edmonton, Canada, when she heard a woman down the street yell that a man had stolen her wallet. Sure enough, a man started running away from the scene of the crime, but not before Tess could take off after him. After chasing him for two blocks, Tess rounded the corner into an alleyway and found that the burger had stopped running and had started to cry instead. He came out from behind the dumpster and said, here's the wallet. I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. Just take it. Take it. She told the news reporter. So I took the wallet and a woman caught up soon after I gave it back to her and he stayed there apologizing. Recognizing the man was really distressed, Tess took him to a local cafe down the street, bought him a large black coffee. The man explained he had come to the city with a friend from Calgary, but they had ditched him in Edmonton without any money. Tess did her best to console the man before showing him how to get to the public library where he could, he could seek help from the social workers on staff. She says she hopes the man gets the help that he needs. And she has no regrets over her actions from the day. You can kill more flies with honey than you do with vinegar, she said. I wanted to show him some compassion. Well, here, I'll, let me do one more. One more. A 7-Eleven clerk got fired for giving a homeless guy a cup of coffee. Now, you know what a cup of coffee cost. You know, what is it? Three cents? I have no idea, but all it is is... You know, colored water, give me a break. In a striking example of poetic justice, a Massachusetts teenager who says she was fired from 7-Eleven for giving a cup of coffee to a homeless man has landed a new job within days at a homeless services organization. My lesson learned is that good deeds do pay off, Ava Lenz, 19, told the reporter. Do what you believe is the right thing and stand up for what you believe in. Only good things will come of it. Now, again, there's multiple issues involved. Yes, you know, she gave away product from her employer without permission, perhaps. But uh, get a good end of a story like that. And we could go on. There's Kelly, there was story. There's a story about a little girl who showed up at school in the first grade. And one of the other students realized that she had her shirt on backward. And so it became one of those things instantly where people started giggling because she had, she had her shirt on backward. And the teacher noticed what was going on and said, look, this is an opportunity for us to understand. And before she could really go any farther, one of the other little girls took her shirt off and turned it inside out and put it on. And all of a sudden, everybody in the classroom was doing the same thing. It was a great teaching moment for the teacher to help these kids understand compassion instead of ridicule. Well, love those stories. Those are the kind of things that I look for instead of listening to the news that our current newscasters seem to want to shove down our throats. No, I don't need to hear most of what they want, but be be on the lookout for your own good news and be a creator of good news. I mean, that's better yet. Be a creator. Look how you can instigate good news like some of the stories that we share here each week. Well, let's go to some questions now. This comes from, from Vitalis who said, I've been struggling for years trying to establish a coaching and speaking business, but to no avail. Now listen to this. A lot of you want to be speakers and coaches. He says, I've been coaching people for over a decade now, and the results are always positive if people follow through my guidance. But for free, whenever I introduce the paid coaching, the relationship stops. 
Some people would ask for more and for more and for more as they see the results of my coaching. But when I ask for financial commitment, they lose their vibe. How on earth can I get this thing going? Difficult question, but please suggest something. I can't see myself not coaching people and speaking. That's my passion, which is why I've been doing it passionately for this long. All right, now here's my response. Now, as you know, listening, I've been coaching people for over 25 years. And I I did already respond. I've been in communication with Vitalis on this. And as a matter of fact, we're looking at him going through our coaching mastery program. I said, something is terribly wrong with this picture, Vitalis. People don't value something when it's free. They value it when they have skin in the game. You've got to stop believing that coaching for free is your only option. Now, when I started charging as a coach after doing free coaching through my Sunday school class, it was like a dam broke. People flooded to me because now they saw me as a real coach, rather just some nice guy at church. I mean, you've got to believe that your results will be better And people will be better served if you charge for your coaching. And if you really believe it, your confidence will be attractive to those who need to transform their lives. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to have down on a piece of paper, if you're doing this in conversations you're having with people, just have a simple trifold brochure with you or one piece of paper with three different options on there that show how you work with people. So you may have just one exploratory session where you help them understand their personality and the kind of work that may be most fitting for them. Or you have one session where you're going to just spend 90 minutes with them and you're going to show them five ways to increase their self-confidence. And that's $250. Or you may have an option where for $1,500, you work with them over the course of two months where you'll meet once a week, and you'll just help them work through the most challenging issues they have. So here's what you do when somebody starts talking to you and they say, wow, you know, what would you do in this situation? Say, look, this is what I do. You know, I help people go through transformation in their lives. Let me show you the ways, the most popular ways that I work with people. Now you tell me which of these would work best for you. What that does, it removes the focus on you and saying, well, you have to pay me. You never want to do that. You show them on paper. Here are three packages, a $250 package, a $500 package, a $1,500 package. You'll be amazed. People will typically go to the middle one, incidentally. And if you want that to be the one that people do, then make it the most attractive. People look at that and say, I'd like to do this right here. Now, see, the conversation should never be about affordability, but about new possibilities. In working with people, in my experience, the more clients commit, the more they achieve because they're fully engaged. But the questions that I'm going to ask is, you know, what, what would, what would it look like if we worked together and you got the results that you really wanted? You know, what is it that you'd like to change? Why don't you have it now? You know, tell me what you want. And then tell me why you don't have that true in your life right now. Those kind of questions open the conversation to the possibilities. 
But I want clients to have hesitation before they begin coaching with me. I don't want it to be an easy thing. I mean, I want this to be a big commitment. I want it to be something they want to really lean into in a way that they've never done before. You don't need to apologize about that. You know, I can even, I may even tell somebody, you know, you can probably survive without my coaching, but if you want to work with me, then you'll find a way to make that happen. I mean, your clients are paying for their dreams and their dreams are priceless. Now, let me add quickly here. It's not always about making money. Yesterday, I talked to a delightful couple about their situation. They really are struggling. And they talked about one of the programs that we have, our coaching mastery program. And it's not inexpensive. And in talking to them and asking them about where they are financially right now, I said, this is not the best decision for you guys right now. I said, we have lots of free resources. Get engaged in the 40 Days Eagles community. That's $36 a month. There are coaches in there that are willing to help. I mean, that's what I encourage you to do. Now, is it going to take longer? Sure. Because in Coaching Mastery, we walk people right through a process and the success stories in there are pretty astounding. But in this situation, I didn't want to put somebody in that kind of a position where they really don't have the money. It's not a matter of discretionary money. It's that they just don't have it at all. Now, I also want to make it clear, and I hope a lot of you know that I do a lot of coaching where I'm not paid for it. That's okay. Again, it's not always about the money. But if I want this to be the primary thing that I do, then I have to create an economic model where I can keep groceries in a refrigerator so Joanna and I don't go hungry. So there's a balance there. But there are certainly situations where it's not just about money. And I listened to an interview just this morning where Guy Raz from NPR and his podcast, How I Built This, was interviewing Jimmy Wales, who's the founder of Wikipedia. Well, Wikipedia was kind of a labor of love. I mean, they have 75,000 people who are regular contributors to making that site more valuable. It's the fifth most visited website in the world, in the universe. Well, number one is Google, and the founder of Google is worth $50 billion. Number two is Facebook. The founder of that, Mark Zuckerberg, they estimate his worth at $70 billion. Then you go YouTube, and then there's a Chinese search engine, and then the next one is Wikipedia. Well, Jimmy Wales' personal wealth is estimated at about a million dollars, which in comparison to those other guys is a pauper. And Guy Raz said, well, wow, you know you could turn this into a for-profit enterprise, and it instantly would be valued at like $10 billion. And Jimmy was like, yeah, but if we did that, it'd kind of change our focus in how we create content. And he said, you know, I live a pretty interesting life. And my real interest is in having a meaningful and fulfilling life. He said, I can talk to pretty much anybody in the world that I want to. He said, if I was, if I was making a lot of money, if I own, you know, 18 car dealerships in the Midwest and people ask me what I do and I say, well, I own a bunch of car dealerships, you know, and I make millions of dollars. They oh, like, okay. And they'd go on with the conversation. He said, with, when they meet me and I say, yeah, I was a founder of Wikipedia. He said, it never fails to open up an interesting conversation. So when you're designing your life, it's not always about making more. When we work with coaches, we develop those parameters very quickly. 
What is it you want your life to look like? And for some people, that's making extraordinary amounts of money. For some, it's not. It's generating a very reasonable, um, perhaps not that outrageous at all, sum of money. That's okay. I believe in the dynamic of having people pay for coaching because of how they engage. When I went from doing free coaching to paid coaching, the results that the people got that I was working with increased exponentially. Joanne can attest to that. And certainly lots of other people who have known me for a long time can attest to that. But I also want to remind you that sometimes success is better measured in smiles received, giggles heard, hands held, than in dollars earned and deadlines met. Well, I hope that's helpful and applicable to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Let's move on here. I want to move on. I want to get to this interview that I did with Carrie. Here's a question from Ken who says, I'm stuck in a rut. I've been looking for work, but finding that there's not much interest in a 58-year-old person. Finding jobs that interest me, then completing the application with limited response or interviews is very disheartening. I've lost hope in the process and desperately need to get out of this rut. I also have ADHD and may be my own worst enemy. I need to bring in some revenue, but I feel this may be my last opportunity to identify a way to make an income that matches my skills and abilities while also providing some excitement and fulfilling my need to contribute to our family's needs. My wife has been a real trooper in this journey, but she's at a point demanding that I find a job. I agree, but feel my only option is to start a business. Well, Ken, there, there are multiple options. Finding a job is one choice. Doing something as a consultant or as a freelancer is certainly a possibility. Being an independent contractor, I mean, having a franchise where you, or a business opportunity where you have a proven model and you decide to do that, or doing something totally entrepreneurial, those are all real possibilities. And you're wise to be looking at the broad spectrum. The real key is to find what is it that fits you best. If you have ADHD and you know that you get bored easily at a job with anything that's repetitive, that may not be a good choice for you. And if so, then what are the unique skills that you've got that you could focus into some kind of a creative endeavor on your own? And there are lots and lots of things out there. And there are things that don't require a lot of money. I mean, uh, we have the 48 and low or no cost business ideas as a resource, uh, books by my friend Chris Gillaboo, like The $100 Startup, or Side Hustle, his newer book. I mean, there's full of things in there that you can do with very little startup money, but just creative ways that you can really generate income for yourself. And I think that probably would be a good choice for you. At the same time, I don't really believe that nobody's interest in a 58-year-old person. The key is they're not interested in a whatever your old person who's not clear on what value they bring to an organization. If you're just looking for a job, it doesn't matter if you're 18 years old or you're 58, you put yourself in a very weak position. If you're really clear about what it is that you do, what's the unique value that you bring? What is it that you do better than anybody else? If you're clear on that, there are companies that are going to want you on their team. So that's the real key is to have a clear focus. Now I'm going to send you, I'll send you a copy of the new 48 days to the work you love. I suspect that maybe you don't have a clear job search strategy with the kind of 
setup that I describe in there. So I want you to be really clear about how to do that well. And you can go through just that section of the book in 20 minutes and know how to do that and how to knock it out of the park when you're doing a job search. Whether you're going out and knocking on doors looking for jobs, that's a legitimate way to do it. Or if you're going through a traditional process of having a resume and sending that out and then doing follow-up. I mean, either way is very legitimate and you can do those. Thanks for your question. Again, certainly something that a lot of people in the same situation. Now, I want to play an interview that I had the pleasure of doing this week with Carrie Olson. You've heard me talk about her frequently on here. I mean, I've known Carrie and her husband, Derek, for uh, probably five or six years now, and I've watched their journey. She wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and uh, found a way to do that. But without going into the details, I want to have you listen to this little short interview that I did with Carrie. And she describes in just a delightful way how she found an opportunity that fit, that fit what she wanted, they wanted together as a meaningful, fulfilling life. Check this out. Well, Carrie, I'm delighted to have you share with our listeners. Uh, personally, I've talked about your story so many times, especially after having gotten the update from Derek, your husband, last year in May. He sent me this note. He said, here's the short version of what has happened and talked about how you got into this wonderful thing called voice acting. So congratulations on that. And thanks for sending, spending a few minutes with us today. Thanks so much, Dan. I'm so happy, so excited to be chatting with you again. It's been such a long time. So thanks for having me on. Well, it has. When you guys came here, boy, I'm thinking back. I don't even remember exactly when that was, but did you come for Innovate or Right to the Bank or what event did you come to? We came for Right to the Bank, and I think it was the very first one in 2011. Wow. So you guys were interested in how to leverage your message, how to perhaps write Derek, I know, has worked toward doing some things like that, has a couple books out. But you came, went. What happened after that? After that, so Derek was 100% inspired to do his own thing after reading your book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. That's what inspired us to come to the event. We came, had a great time, and we took the what we learned and wrote some books. So the first one he came out with was a workbook, and then we co-wrote a book on money and marriage. And uh, it, it's been amazing. Oh, awesome. So how did you discover voice acting? Wow. So I started off in e-learning. I was creating online training and I got to narrate some of my own courses that way. So I started doing voiceover before I even realized that I was doing voiceover. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then after having my first daughter, Amelie, I was looking for a way that I could continue working, but do it from home and have more flexibility. And so on my way to work one day on my commute, I turned on a random podcast. It wasn't something that I was looking for. I didn't even know exactly what the podcast was about, but they, uh, the host was interviewing a voice actor. And through the course of listening to it, I was just kind of half listening for the first half of the episode. And then something clicked and I thought, oh my gosh, she works from home. She has kids. I have the equipment already because we were podcasting. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's something I could do. And so I, she's a coach also. I called her up and got some lessons from her and was booking work within a matter of weeks. Oh, that's so exciting. What kind of work were you doing? What kind of job did you have back then, Carrie? A voiceover job or no, corporate? No, regular, regular job. 
the real job. <laughs> the real job. Yeah. Uh, so I was working for a construction a construction company doing their online training. So making online courses internally for the for the employees to teach them about driver safety and all kinds of you know the corporate stuff that you have to train people on. All right. But that was the kind of job where you get in the car and drive to work every morning, leave, mm-hmm. your, leave your little girl at home. At the time you had one little girl, now you have two, correct? Yes. How old are they? Amelie will be four in April, and uh, and Ruby just turned one last month. All right. So four mm-hmm. and one. All right. Mm-hmm. Did you believe that this voice acting had this kind of potential immediately? Oh, well, let's see. Immediately, I think I was just really excited about it initially. I really liked it, and I gravitated towards it, and I... When I first found out about it, I just devoured everything I could find. So I don't think I was as focused on, I want to, you know, the potential of it as much as I just knew it was something I had to pursue. But once I started booking work, that's when things kind of clicked for me and Derek. And we said, oh my gosh, if if I can book this kind of work, working part-time, you know, on the weekends and when I get home from work, this is something that's a real something that for our family could help us to reach our goals, you know, and me be able to come home and and still earn an income. Wow. All right. So how long did that take once you started actually booking work? And I want to ask you a little bit more about that. But how long did it take from that point until you were able to duplicate your current income and come home full time? So I was extremely fortunate to book a national radio campaign, the very the third job I ever booked. I was extremely green, didn't know what I was doing, but I booked this bit it was a big job. <laughs> and so because of that, that um kind of gave us the courage to for me to come home from work after only four months. Oh wow. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Well, now you touched on something there that I know all the listeners are thinking right away. Having a great voice is one thing and being able to do your own courses and do your own audio books or whatever. But the critical key is getting clients. I mean, you've had some clients. You've had clients like Kmart and Taco Bell and Disney, Bank of America. I saw some of those names on your site. I mean, how did you make that first quantum leap to start getting clients like you're describing? So I started off the way that a lot of voice actors start off. There's a, there are services called pay-to-play sites where you join. A lot of them will allow anyone with money to join. You can just pay and then start auditioning for things. Uh, so you're competing with people who are you know professionals have been in the industry forever and also people who are brand new and just trying it out. So that was how I got my first few jobs. After about... Oh, after doing that for some time, you know, for my first year, that was primarily how I earned my income. Uh, Then I started reaching out to agents and I got some agents that function much the same way as if you're an actor. So they send you auditions, you audition for them. And that really opens the door to some higher caliber jobs. Um, And then I really started marketing. And this was something that really made my business explode. And that's one of my favorite things about um, being self-employed and doing voiceover is that I can kind of get more control of my business when I do my own marketing as opposed to depending on auditions all the time. So I just started reaching out to people. I developed a system to systematically start reaching out to my dream clients and uh, and started booking some work like that. Wow, that's awesome. Golly. Now, fast forward to today. What does a typical week look like for you today? So we are so fortunate. My mom moved here from Colorado Springs a little over a year ago. 
And that uh, we hired her full time to nanny the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's nanny. How cool. Yeah. All right. It's a it's a win-win, win-win-win for everybody. So she comes over around 9 a.m. Um, my workday starts then. Um, I get to, I spend the morning with the girls, you know, get them up ready. Uh, we have breakfast. And then I'll look and see what jobs have come in. Um, sometimes I have some leftover from the day before that I need to either record or edit and send off. Sometimes I'll have recording sessions where it's kind of like what you and I are doing right now. I'll connect with the client. They might be in Chicago or somewhere else, and they, connect, they uh, direct me through a session. And so I'll record some of that. I'll have auditions that I need to do that have come in from my agents. And so I'll spend, you know, a few hours doing actual recording and editing, sending off. I try to build in time for marketing. It doesn't always happen. Um, but things are always coming in throughout the day. So I can, I'm pretty flexible with my schedule as far as, you know, if there are things I want to do with friends, have a coffee date, things like that. I can kind of work around. Um, but things are coming in all day. And a lot of times in this business, they're ASAP. So I'll have mm -hmm. something from my agent that says, turn this around right now. So I kind of have to stop and, and record at that point and send it off. Wow. Golly, that sounds exciting. Now, there are a lot of different voices, obviously. And I assume that when people are looking for a voice to represent know, Chevy trucks or whatever, they're looking for a particular kind of voice. How do you describe your voice? Yeah, I, I saw something on your site, like you're a, you know, an upbeat mom. <laughs> is, is there kind of a way that you categorize yourself when you're doing voice acting? Sure. Um, so when I have profiles and things out there, I'll have, you know, some of those words that you mentioned, young mom, smart, upbeat, conversational, um, hip, you know, oh. just kind of whatever uh, millennial. I get a lot of college age type stuff. So um, I'll categorize it that way. But what is more common is a client will tell you what they want, what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And so you read the specs and then uh, deliver, you know, hopefully it's already in your wheel box. So you're not having to stretch too much. Um, but also that's a good thing about training too, is you can develop different, uh, different, you know, you can grow your range so that you can do more things. All right. Now, speaking of which, I want to play a little clip that I grabbed from your site here that gives you doing a variety of little short spots. It'll give people a real firsthand feel and listen to what it is you do. And then I got a couple more questions for you regarding that. So let, let's have people take a listen to this. We're thinking out of the box to help you choose the perfect guitar and amp combo, including all the accessories you need to make the package complete. This is how evening on the first camping trip of the season sounds. And this is the sound of a mountain biker putting his new gear from REI through its paces. The soulful sounds of acoustic guitar can melt the blues away. Isn't it time to upgrade your axe to a sweet Takamini guitar that's looking great and playing even better? They say beauty's only skin deep. And you're only as beautiful as you feel. At Nature's Bounty, we know beauty comes from within. Over 100 characters inhabit every dream tab. Let's learn, play, create, and explore. Dream tab. At Nation, we know how it feels to not be treated like a priority. That's why we do things differently. We put our customers first. Join the nation. Introducing Swiffer Steam Boost, powered by Bissell. Steam-activated cleaning pads penetrate deep to remove dirt that mops can leave behind. Don't just clean your floor, boost it with the new Swiffer Bissell Steam Boost. 
All right. That was awesome. Golly, there's a lot of variety in there. But my questions are uh, a couple of questions. Obviously, there's a lot of production there. Do you do anything beyond just providing your voice? Do you do some of the, the sounds and music and all or not? Not typically. Most of the oh. time when when I'm recording, I most of the clients just want dry audio. Um, it's interesting that you played that demo because that's actually a demo that I did produce. Uh, some of the spots on there are real spots that I that are produced spots, so I just kind of took them and, and put it together. Some of them I recorded for the demo, and I put it together myself, which is something that you're you're not supposed to do in the voiceover industry. You're supposed to have someone else produce it. Um, but you know, I had experience with uh, audio and podcasting and things, and and I'm pretty um, industrious, so I went for it, <laughs> and it worked out okay. Golly, that's awesome. Okay, so so you aren't doing all those other kind of sounds and production work, just the what you call dry audio. My gosh. Well, obviously, you're connected to a lot of resources to make all of this work. I mean, what kind of resources do you have, Carrie, for our listeners? Uh, people ask all the time, and I'm delighted to send them to you because I know that you're willing to help people. I see that happening online a lot where you're, you're helping other people. What's a way for somebody to get started just to learn more about this? I have a getting started guide that I offer on my website, and it's a, I think, 32-page guide, so it's it's pretty thorough. It talks about my story, and then just what I recommend, because there are there are a lot of different paths to get started in voiceover, and uh, I give my recommended one that I think is um, really good for today's environment uh, with you know the internet and things changing so much. The industry's changed a lot, and so I give my recommendations in my getting started guide, and I also have a, a blog where I talk about um, all kinds of things in voiceover. So if your listeners are interested in that, uh, there are a lot of resources on my blog as well. All right. And that getting started guide, I think with your generous heart, you actually give that away, correct? I do. Um, and if your listeners would like to uh, get it right now, they can actually text 48 days, all one word, no spaces, to 44222, and then reply to that text with their email address, and I'll shoot them that guide. And then I also have a landing page set up. If you're at your laptop or computer, it's kerryolsonvo.com slash 48 days, all one word. Oh, how cool. <laughs> how cool. I didn't know you were going to do that. That's really neat. Well, it's been such a delight talking to you. Thank you for sharing so openly. These are the kind of ideas that get my energy going, and I love to just be able to pass them on. So what you've done has been a real inspiration to a lot of people and will continue to be so. so thank you for sharing with us, Carrie. Okay. Thanks so much, Dan. Well, hey, that's a good place to just kind of take a transition here. Just one more question I'm going to address, but those are the kind of stories I love sharing here. We're real people. These are not just big celebrities you hear about with some extraordinary success, but real people who are in the trenches and doing things that matter, that make a difference in their life and in the lives of the people they have an opportunity to serve. If you've got a, a story you want to share or a question, just shoot that in to me at askdan at 48days.com. Never get tired of hearing those kind of stories come from people in this community, people who are just taking action, making their dreams come true. Well, one more here. Aaron asks, he says, I'm a 28-year-old African-American man from Columbus, Ohio. I've been listening to you for the past seven years, ever since I found out what a podcast was and I had my first son. I've had a hard time with inferiority complex. For years, I was bouncing around from job to job, making no more than $25,000 a year. 
Well, this year I started working a job where I make 44000 a year as a recruiter and marketing director for a tech boot camp. While I'm grateful that God has provided me this opportunity, I still feel like it's not enough for me to stop living paycheck to paycheck. The insurance alone for my son and I is around $600 a month. You issued a challenge a few years ago where you said that if someone listened to 30 minutes of positive materials a day for six months, they can double their income. I want to take you up on that challenge. Besides listening to you, who else should I listen to? I'm going to get an Audible account and listen to the books that you recommend on your site. I'm going to join the 48 Days Eagles Club. Is there anything else I should be doing during that six-month time frame? I'm going to document each day on my social media accounts and start a blog. Thank you for all that you do. You have really made a big impact on my family. God bless you and may heaven continually smile on you and your family. Well, thank you for that, Aaron. I appreciate that. Well, there are so many things I could recommend. You know I'm a big believer in the value of books. And if you want to get these in audio form, that's delightful. Let me give you a list to start with. Let me give you five. And then I'll add a couple to that. I mean, it's just, I, I could give you a list of a hundred books, but I'll start with these. How to Win Friends and Influence People. The old classic by Dale Carnegie. I mean, listen to that. See you at the top. Zig Ziglar. That's one that we used to have our kids listen to as part of their homeschooling. And now they've grown up to be successful adults. My oldest son, of course, being the host of the Zig Ziglar podcast at this point, but do, out there doing some pretty cool things. See you at the top. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, of course, old classic there. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. You cannot listen to that without feeling inspired and coming up with new ideas of your own. Absolutely impossible. Acres of Diamonds, Russell Conwell, that old story about sometimes the riches we're looking for are right under our own nose. We just need to be able to see with new eyes what's right there, acres of diamonds. So those are some I'd recommend you start with. How to win friends and influence people. See you at the top. Think and grow rich. The magic of thinking big, acres of diamonds. Obviously, if you're looking for new opportunities to increase your income, 48 days to the work you love, you can access that audio through Audible as well. Wisdom meets passion book that I did with Jared, my son, we share the audio in that. He reads his parts. I read mine. Um, just had somebody just join our coaching mastery program as a result of reading that book. That's pretty cool to see that happen. Now here's our action step. We're going to start wrapping this up here. Here's the action step that I've got for you this week. That is to decide what are the three books you're going to read in the next three months. If you commit to doing that, you can change where you are. Now, obviously, they have to be books that have the potential to change you in a positive way. You know, don't pick up some, you know, romance novel that may not do anything but depress you. But uh, good books? Absolutely. Now, I also, I'll do this another time. I'll tell you some of the podcasts. I have my podcast listed on my own Stitcher channel. So I have about 20 podcasts that I listen to pretty routinely. You know, when I'm on the treadmill in the morning, that's what I'm doing. When I'm listening to podcasts. So there's a lot of them that I listen to consistently. And I'll share some of those with you uh, here on an upcoming segment. But get started with these audiobooks. That's a great way to get in the game. Open up new opportunities. And absolutely, you know, if you're a responsible dad and you're making 44000 and you want to move up on that, that's not an unrealistic goal at all. Not at all. You know, keep that focus. That is what you want to do. Be confident that you can do that. 
Well, thanks for sharing your life with me and others in this community as together we are finding or creating work that is meaningful, fulfilling, and profitable. As I mentioned, it's not always about more profits, but it's always about more fulfillment and meaning. You can increase that even if the dollars don't change. And that itself is pretty rewarding. Seeing more smiles, having more loving relationships. Golly, we can't put a dollar value on that. That's worth more than all the money in, money in the world right there. So thanks for being part of this organization where we're sharing ideas how to do that more effectively. Hope you're having a great week and the beginning of a great year. Don't settle for less.